Wow. Just wow. What an honor to spend time with this lion-hearted young man. Jordan Zimmerman is committed to speak truth to power, to bring his conviction and his heart to the world. This dude is a stand for people finding their way to happiness, to meaning, to fulfillment. Like he's the guy who wants to spend his Saturday nights talking about real stuff, getting into those deep, amazing conversations and creating amazing, deep connection. And he invites his friends constantly into that space. He just does it over and over again, offering them a different path than getting drunk and just numbing everything out. Jordan's journey has been a hard one. He has faced his darkness and he's uh, and he is on a mission to do life differently. I love, love, love spending time with Jordan. We get into all kinds of juicy territory whenever we connect. On this particular dive, there is no bullshit. There is no fucking around with the nonsense of playing halfway. To find our way to a meaningful life, we've got to be having different conversations, different interactions, different relationships with ourselves, different relationships with others that are out beyond the half world that wants us to check out and just be numb and not feel. We are seeking connection with the aliveness and knowing that lives in us, that deep beautiful place, that place that we know is in there. There is no room for halfway. There's no room for halfway here as we talk about sports, but not watching sports. We talk about coaching. Jordan is an amazing coach, just like so good. And we get into the gifts of playing and trying to be the best athlete. No, like we get into being the best person you can be using sports as a way to get in there using the competition to get in there, using this connection with self to get in there. Inside this, we get into fulfillment, we get into fun, we get into long-term and short-term wins, and how much resistance there is in each of us to get into those tough places. Wow, do we have to learn to hang in those tough, uncomfortable places. That is so, so clear. There is so much here, passion, care, honesty. It's just so juicy and important. You are going to love and be deeply impacted by this conversation. Thank you for listening and be ready. Here comes Jordan Zimmerman and here we go into the beyond real conversations with my friends. Enjoy. You know, one of the reasons I like sports so much is because people are just invested. They're invested physically and mentally and spiritually. They just like care about this thing. And so they're passionate about it. And so they're working towards it. And um, as I was saying, it's like one of the things I really want to do more just in life is like invite people to to step deeper into like, you know, into their life, whatever that means. You know, like like I said, like you know, inviting them to just sit and talk about their trauma instead of going out to the bars and just drinking a bunch. It's like, I I want people to recognize that this experience of life is so much more worthwhile when you, when you step into the, the depths of what it can be like doing something with deeper meaning and like embracing the depths, like being emotional, being vulnerable, doing all those things. And, and sports, it it like almost gets you there without you even thinking about it. It makes you vulnerable, right? You're like out on a field 
in front of your parents and everybody else's parents playing and like they see your mistakes and they see your highlights and like you have to work to not make the mistakes like sports doesn't give you anything like everything is earned everything earned and nothing given and so it makes people do that it makes people work harder and embrace the grind and like find ways to have success and like navigate through life in a way where there are no passengers there's only like finding ways to excel and to be the best version of yourself and and you know in the microcosm of sports but it's translatable to everything. And so I think it's one of the reasons I like sports so much is it's because it's so hard to get people to do that. Like, I know, you know, it's so hard to get people to like care and, and make themselves vulnerable emotionally and put in the effort. And like, people just have a tendency, me too. We all, uh, you know, have a tendency to just go, yeah, fuck that. Like, I'd rather just Mm -hmm. chill. I'd rather just eat a microwave pizza or, you know, whatever, whatever it is. They like just emotionally disengage. It's like, oh, that's hard. And there's the potential that I'm going to fail. And so I'm just not going to do that. And it's like, no, no, no. The way to live the most meaningful life possible is to like step in deeper, like take more responsibility, you know, take more responsibility in your life and, and do more. And so, uh, well, it seems like, it seems like sports is an interesting place because it's a place of dreams for many of us. Yeah. It's, It's a place where we were like, it's a dream about being a professional athlete or excelling or whatever it is. And there seems like there's a pretty obvious pathway in, in that, in that place. But then, you know, I, I think I've shared like my experience with going away, you know, I went the way to boarding school to play hockey because I had a dream of playing in the Olympics and like right away, like the first day of dry land training, like I wasn't even on the ice. I walked into the room and I was like really clear, like, Oh, these guys are fucking good player, like better than me, stronger, bigger, faster, like, like the, you know, like, you know, my dream is, is got to get reconfigured here. And, and then it was this whole dance of like, okay, so it just feels like sports offers that. And I think part of your coaching, you know, when you're talking about your JV team, you're just like, how do I get them invested? How do I get, how, how do, how do you, how do you, um, you know, talent is something, but talent isn't it. Like talent isn't that. I mean, some people are just wicked, wicked talented, and they're just going to go play professional soccer because they're just wicked talented. But for the rest of us, it's like there's 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 talent, but then there's also a whole lot of other stuff. Oh yeah. And I think you're trying you're tapping into this idea of like the whole lot of other stuff, and how do you help? How do you help players? be the best player they are capable of. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. And it's, uh, and when it, I don't know, it's just like, there's almost nothing, at least for me, there's almost nothing more fulfilling than not just in soccer, but in anything, but you could keep, I keep using soccer as like the the microcosm is like showing somebody the path towards self-improvement and then watching them walk that path and then watching it pay off for them is like, I, that's just like the best thing, you know, whether it's like showing somebody, you know, working with them on their left foot and like working with them over and over and over again and, and telling them it's worthwhile and all that. And then they score a goal with their left foot in a big game and they're just elated. And you don't even, I don't even have to be elated. I can just give them a little smile and just a thumbs up and just go. Yep. Yep. Boom. And, and they know in that moment, it's like, I don't know. Again, it's like the microcosm for life when it's like 
putting in the sacrifice. Life is about sacrifice towards your goals, towards whatever it is you want to do in life and, and doing the work. And then those little moments where it pays off, it's like, it's not just fun. Like for sure, it's fun to score that goal and it's awesome, but it's like, it's fulfilling. Fulfilling is like fun next level. You know, I always say life is a balance between short-term gratification and long-term fulfillment. And like fun is fun is cool, but it's short-term and fulfillment, man. Fulfillment is next level. That's like, that's the thing right there. Right. Well, and the thing that you're doing when you're coaching Jordan, what it seems to me is, is like, you know, like, you know, you're, you're, you're coaching your, you know, club, your, your girls club soccer team. And there's an element of like, okay, we want to win this game. And then we want to win the league and we want to win the championship and all that kind of stuff. But that's all short-term stuff. What, what it strikes me that you're doing is you're saying, Hey y'all, if you want to be a better soccer player and a better person, right? Learning to use your left foot, learning how to play the game, to understand the game, how to work hard, how to be a good teammate, how to be a leader, how to use your skills to the highest level. It's like, that's that bigger picture of like, you know, you know, 13 year old girls, like you aren't like, you aren't going to win the championship of the, of life as a 13 year old soccer player. <laughs> you know, what it is, it's like, it's, it's part of a developmental cycle of becoming a better soccer player, but also becoming a better human. And it seems to me like that's energy that, that you're able to bring that, that beautiful dance you do of fun and fulfillment of short term. Yes, we want to win. And long term, this is really about, you know, a, a bigger picture. Yeah, no, it, absolutely. And, and I think it's, I don't know, it's like one of the beauties of sports is it just shows people that cycle of like, I don't know, work for something, be diligent for it, you know, like sacrifice, like put, you know, like I said, the whole balance between short-term satisfaction and long-term fulfillment. It's like showing them that that long-term fulfillment is worthwhile. And I just think there's so much for me and, but for a lot of people in our society, there's so much of like that long-term fulfillment just seems so far away. And it seems so not worthwhile when you could just chill on your couch and watch Netflix and like, or play your, play a video game all day. It's like, you know, life can be so fun. Why would I dedicate time and sacrifice for long-term fulfillment? And it's one of the things I love so much about sports is it's like, you know, like my JV soccer team right now is like, even yesterday in our game, you know, we're up two zero against one of the teams in the league, you know, one of the worst teams in the league, one of the teams that we should totally beat. And, and we start becoming complacent we start messing around and they end up scoring a goal to make the game two one. Then the ref calls a really questionable penalty for them in the final moments of the game. And we tie two, two. And it's like, I don't know. It's that reminder where it's like, it might be fun to mess around. It might be fun in practice for us to just not take it seriously and just mess around and just like have a good time and just like not listen to what I'm saying and just talk the whole time. And like, that sounds like way more fun than me just making us do sprints at the end of practice. That sounds like it sucks. But in the end, it, again, it's why I like sports so much is like, there's going to be a game at the end of the week. There's going to be a game. And in that game, all is revealed. If we've been messing around, if we've been talking all practice, if we haven't been working hard in our fitness, like we're going to lose And I'm not saying like losing is the end of the world, but what it turns into is it's like, if you choose for your life to just be fun and to not make sacrifices and just have like the short term pleasure, like 
ultimately there are going to be tests that you come to in life, whether they be literal tests like a game or a, or a test in school or, or university or whatever it is, or, you know, tests in life where your character is being tested by something or whatever it is. It's like, you are going to fail or not, maybe not even fail, but like, you are not going to be the person and you're not going to be well-equipped to deal with those tests the way you could be if you put the work in and sports is just like such a visceral manifestation of that where, you know, it's like school. It's like not studying hard for a test and then getting a D on the test versus studying hard and getting an A it's like, yes, studying for the test isn't fun, but getting the A on the test is makes it all worthwhile. It is the fulfillment that I think we all crave in life. And a lot of us, a lot of people just like, I don't know for whatever reason, maybe it's like the, some of the things we frame in our, the way we frame things in our society, but like a lot of people just want the short-term pleasure. They don't want to make sacrifices and they don't want to step into the depth of the real experience. Right. Well, there is something really interesting about that. I, I, I want to come back to that thread because that feels important. I'm just, I'm imagining a couple different pieces you talk about. One is, is I can just imagine the energy of that game. Right. And then like, and then everyone gets pissed off at the ref for calling a bad penalty. And then no, and like, I'm like, nah. And then it's like the ref's fault that we tied. And it's like, well, wait, hang on a second. That is so super convenient. Or in the test, you know, it's like you don't study for the test and you get a D and you're like, well, the fucking teacher, like it was a hard test or it wasn't fair or it wasn't, you know, so it's like that whole blame. Rationalize. Yeah. Rationalizing, you know, that whole, that whole dance. And I, I appreciate what you're talking about. I, I, I would say, you know, like, for me, what I learned eventually in, in school was, you know, I'm going to study for me. Like I'm going to study because I'm, I'm curious about the topic and it might be that I study the right stuff and then end up getting an A on the test, but it might be that I study the wrong stuff and I get a D on the test, but it actually doesn't fucking matter because what's happening is, is that I'm learning something that matters to me and I'm mm-hmm. dedicating the time and the energy and I'm not giving my power away to the ref or the teacher to make a judgment about whether or not I'm, you know, like there's some level of like, you know, like if I'm studying the right stuff, like it could be that I'm really not studying, you know, like I can run on that road, but it's like, I I appreciate Jordan, what you're talking about of this, of this, like, of like, and, and, and it's a question of like, what I, what I thought about was like, how to get the, how to get the guys enrolled, you know, how to get buy-in, you know, for them to like, care enough about the game to not be fucking around and playing goofing around during practice and the game to really dig in to that. It matters, you know, and it doesn't matter if you win or lose. What matters is, is like, let's show up and play the best game we can, yep. you know, like let's show up and like perform on the test in the best way that, you know, like let's prepare for it and learn something and have it be meaningful regardless of the outcome. But like, and like, it's fun to win and it's fun to get A's and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, but there's deeper, there's a deeper thing in there. Um, so I don't know if you have anything to reflect on about like buying and enrollment and that, and that thread that you were just talking about of like, what's going on that is making this kind of, cause what, cause what we're talking about is like fulfillment in life. And it's like that the dreams and the desires that we each have, like, we don't want to be lame. We don't want to be sitting in our basement you know, eating Funyuns and like feeling shitty, like no one wants that. I don't think. Um, and yet we don't like the, what, like, like we don't act, we don't somehow it's hard to find our way towards doing what you're talking about, which is like getting enrolled. So I, I love it that you're, 
Like that feels like the thread that you're following is how do I get people in the world engaged in their life in meaningful ways? Yeah. Yeah. And it it is, it, it almost, I think it's just a lot of it is people and myself included, although that's one of the reasons I like it so much is it's like, it's just thinking short term. And it's part of the reason why it's even now, like with the, and I don't plan on doing it that, you know, that much longer after the season, but like having multiple times a week, the experience of like it all paying off and it going well, or it going poorly is like, I just don't think like, it's, you know, I talked recently about that whole, like Jordan Peterson, like five-year plan where it's like, yeah. you know, what could your, you know, what could your life look like in five years if you, you did everything right versus what would it look like if everything went poorly and you let everything slide? And, um, I don't know that like the, not that people should be focused on outcomes. They shouldn't be, I, I, you know, I really think people should focus on the process, but having an idea in your head of like, you know, it's why I keep saying over and over again, it's like why I like yeah. sports so much is it's like that visceral reminder of like, boom, this is what it right. looks like. And I just don't think, and so I almost think part of the way to do it is like getting people to remember what it feels like when things are fulfilling and go well versus what it feels like when they don't. And, uh, and I don't know how to do that all the time, but uh, I just think there's so many things that you can numb out with and you yeah. can just like focus on your current, like right now, what's going on right now. And then it, if you're focusing on right now, not like I'm being present in the moment kind of way, but in like a, I don't know, almost like I know I should be doing this thing, but I don't really want to do it. And so I'm going to distract myself with everything else. It's eat like then if I'm doing that, it's like, oh, well, what I'm doing right now is pleasurable. And so I like it. And so I'm going to keep doing it as opposed to, I don't know, having that like maybe a little bit more big picture mindset where you're like, okay, what I'm doing right now, because really what uh, one of the ways I frame it is what we're asking people to do, what I'm trying to ask people to do, whether it's the soccer team or friends or whatever it is, is like, I'm, I'm, I'm asking people to have a less fun life on a moment to moment basis. It's going to be less fun. You're going to, you're going to eat less Funyuns and less cake and you're going to do more abs. Like, yeah. And that's not always fun. Like that's going to feel like your life is less fun, but like, it's going to be more fulfilling. And so right. I, it's like kind of getting people to buy into that mindset, which is difficult because who wants, yeah. who wants to be like, accept the fact that their life is going to be less fun. Like, that, right. That, but what do you say? I mean, I don't know what your experience is, is like what I found was that when I was, when I was training for hockey, you know, that there was a, there was a place of like, um, it was, it was hard. Like I, so I ended up, you know, not, I ended up like just barely making, making the team. And I, and I then ended up like, I would go to practice for, you know, a couple hours and I'd go right to the weight room and I'd work out for a couple hours. And it got to a place where it was like, I was so like fight, like it felt good. Oh yeah. You know? Like it, like it was like, I was like, um, um, like I was feeling excited. I was feeling strong. I was feeling more like powerful. And so like, I wasn't, you know, I was, I was eating healthy. I was engaged in my life in a way that, that for me at least blended the short-term and long-term where it was like, mm-hmm. this is actually getting me where I want to go. And this actually feels good. Yep. It doesn't always, it doesn't always, but no, no, for sure. I mean, even the way like with mental to, you know, change, take it to like mental health. One of the ways I, one of the things I found for myself in like my journey through mental health is like, you know, maybe I've talked about this before, but like 
Um, you know, I think people live for when you have that life, that's all, you know, it's like fun oriented, short-term oriented. It's a lot of peaks and valleys, you know, it's like, where, when you're living a life that is more long-term oriented and is more fulfillment oriented, it's like, there's going to be less peaks and less valleys. Right. So it's just going to be more flat line. But what I found, at least for myself is when I have more gratitude, when I have more love, what I call unconditional emotions, right? Things that you have, like you could be mad at your sibling, but you love them, right? Yeah. Unconditionally, yeah. you love them, right? So when I had more of those, I found that I might not have this. I just had this, but the thing about it is it's like the whole graph almost starts to move up. So nice. it's not yeah. just this. Yeah. Yeah. And I literally have like have written this out on like paper. So it's yeah. like, yeah. I've given yeah. like the okay. diagrams of it, but instead of that, cause what it really is, is the high and lows do this. It goes up, down, up, down, but you're slowly moving down. down. Sure. Where totally. this is like, it might not have those. It might be a relatively flat line, but, and uh, with little jumps like this, but you're yep. moving up. You're yep. generally moving up. Right. The point where you, your life is getting, it's like your lowest, your lowest lows are going to feel less low than they were before because you just sure. have more gratitude for life in general. Totally. And more resilience and more capability. Yeah. And it was, we were talking with Henry a little bit earlier, you know, and just saying that part about like, you know, attract, like when you start to, when, you know, it's not about luck, you know, what yeah. he's, what he's experiencing, which is to say that, you know, he's experiencing like things are starting to go well for him. And, and it's not random. It's because he's, he's being, he's showing up for things and saying yes to things and putting himself out there and building those skills so that then, like, I, I would say that that curve isn't flat. It's actually exponential, yeah. right? That, that it, that it, that it, that it's going to grow because the 1% increase. Yeah, totally. And then it becomes right. And, you know, there's a whole bunch of stories about that. Like the, whatever the, you know, exponential growth is pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's that it's, it's, so it's, 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 um, yes, like in mental health and in sports and in all of those pieces, it, it's, it's like gaining that sense of self, that ground with self, that trust, that knowing self. And then like, it takes, it takes off. Um, it was interesting. The thing, the thing is interesting. I wonder, I wonder if you have reflections, like sports offers a, and I, and like, as you keep sharing about sports, like the thing for me, and I think for you and, and in general, it's like, it offers a clear um, evaluation, it, like, a, like a clear, um, you know, like the object of playing on a soccer team is to win soccer games, is to get better at soccer. Yep. Like the objective is clear, yep. you know, and, and then, and then, and then not that winning a soccer game is going to, is, is like going to make you fulfilled in your life. Um, but, but it, but it, but it, but it offers a, how am I showing up on, on these particular set of circumstances in these particular set of objectives in my life? And so then you have a game at the end of the week and you can see like, Oh, we aren't, you know, like I didn't show up. I'm not in good enough shape. I don't, can't use my left foot. I can use my left foot. You know, all those in the mental health world or in the world of like self-improvement, it feels like it's a little bit more ambiguous. Yeah. You know, that, that those, that like, what are the objectives what are the, what are the steps to get there? You know, I think that's some of the work that we're trying to do is to say like, what are, what are, you know, how do we, um, how do we make it as clear? And as uh, the buy-in piece is still an interesting question for me, um, um, you know, like help people get on that path. Cause what you're saying is like, uh, I don't, you know, like, yeah, the general trajectory of showing up in your life every day is up. Yep. 
Like you aren't going to be worse off eating healthy, meditating, doing yoga, exercising, you know, yep. doing mindfulness practice, getting in good shape. Like your life isn't going to get worse. Yep. Yeah. And so uh, one of the reasons I like that framework with like the graphs and whatnot, yeah. although it seems funny is because the best answer that I've come up with, you know, I, I, I did a paper a while ago where I was asked what the meaning of life was. And I said, the meaning of life, at least for me, was like having a positive impact on the world around you and all that sort of stuff. But it's funny when you frame it in like an individualistic sense, like what is, what are like the goals for myself, but what are the goals that people could have for themselves that would be the most universally applicable, right? And so for me, one of the answers I've come to recently, and maybe this isn't the perfect one, and there are probably different answers that you could use, but it's like, you know, if you're asking people, like, what they should set their goals towards, or what's something that like, for every single person could feel at least relatively universally applicable. And uh, one of the better answers I feel like I've come to is, is like, happiness, obviously, but then like the, the most the most happiness possible in like a long-term cumulative sense. Like what, what is the most net happiness that you could have in your life? And for, it seems like, you know, well, I could just, you know, just like eat cake every single day and then I'm going to be happy every single day. And it's like, I think that is one of the, it's one of, it's like double think, you know, from like 1984. It's like, that's one of the great understandings about life is that like if you take people are like oh well i want my life to be as happy as it could be so i'm just going to do actions that make me ridiculously happy and that's actually not, like what we're saying here is like that's actually not the trajectory towards the longest net because it doesn't just mean i'm going to have a fun day today it means i want to have fun days every single day until the rest of my life and i'm not you know you're gonna have bad days it's the way it goes sure. sometimes life literally and metaphorically takes you out at the knees. But uh, I want to set myself up. And I think people in general want to set themselves up so that they could have happiness and fun days every single day until the end of their life. Right. I'm like, cause again, it's like if I could take Molly and have sex and eat cake every day, that sounds like a really fun day. That would be really fun. But mm -hmm. like, is that going to lead me to having fun days when I'm 70? Probably not. Right. So then it makes you uh, like the, that's why I think just that long-term big picture of like, what is going to bring you the most net happiness yeah. throughout mm -hmm. your whole life. And then what it turns into is like, okay, well, a lot of it is like, I need to find ways to sustain happiness because it's that, like I always say, the short-term versus long-term, right? And if you dedicate yourself to short-term pleasures, you are basically robbing yourself of future happiness, where if you dedicate yourself to long-term fulfillment, you're basically, it's like putting money in the bank. It's like, I'm storing happiness for later. It means when I'm yeah. 60, I'm still going to be able to run. I'm going to be able to go on hikes with my grandkids, right? I'm going to be able to do all those things. And so yeah, it might not be the most fun day I could have today, but if you frame it, where like, I'm just going to have the most fun I could have today. What you're, you're like, I said, you're robbing yourself of fun in the future. So even if you just frame it, like, I just want to have fun. It's like, Oh, I just want to have fun. That's all I want to do is have fun. Well, it's like, okay, well, if you just want to have fun your whole life, the best way to do that isn't to just have fun today. It's not to just eat a bunch of cake today. It's to set yourself up 
and have a long-term plan so that you can, yeah, have fun today, but also so that you can have fun in 50 years. And I just think there's so much of the like short-term picture where it's like, I just want to have fun right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so, right. I mean, it, that I, it's beautifully explained Jordan and I, and I, I love it that that's like, that's a thread that you're pulling on. And so in the, you know, I always, I, I like always going back to that place of you're at, you know, you're at a party with your friends on Saturday night. And what you're saying is, is like, Hey, let's, you know, let's not drink and do Molly. Let's actually go and, and, you know, talk about our trauma and actually just have like meaningful. And, and it doesn't even need to be talking about trauma. Like that might be a little dramatic, like, let's go have meaningful conversation. Like, let's go actually yeah. connect and like talk about things that we actually are, are real for us. Like we do, you know, we do here. And, um, what, how, you know, what, what is going on in that? Like, what do you think the barriers are? What do you think? Like, how do we get, how do you get people enrolled? Like, how, you know, like, how do we get people enrolled? And I mean, I suspect this is one of the reasons you're drawn towards coaching because, there you have a collective group of people moving towards an objective and you can be kind of sneaky and saying like, yeah, we're trying to win soccer games, but actually what we're trying to do is focus on long-term big picture goals of being happy, better human beings. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I feel like that's what you're doing when you're coaching. So then it like, but, but there's some resistance in the, in, in these other areas. Yeah. I mean, gosh, that is a multi-layered question that I, I know we both grapple with at times. Oh, I mean, right. I think and I, I don't like to be the person that just blames things on society, but I do think, especially for young people, there's a tendency to be like, you know, like as dumb as it sounds, be like, well, that sounds fucking gay. <laughs> like, I, like I get a lot of that, I get a lot of that. So, uh, which is offensive I, on a number of different levels. I mean, oh, like, oh, it's like, right, I, I, I it, almost like feels, it feels so stupid to even say it, but, but that right, is, no, the, no, but no, like, no, I, totally. I'm not lying. That is like, and I know, no. you know, that is the response yeah, that, that happens a lot is like, or that, or, you know, less offensive is like, that just sounds fucking lame. It's like, but, but, but I would say the first one is the one that I get the most often. It's like, totally. uh, so I, I think, God, it's multi-layered. I, th- I think there's a tendency to look on vulnerability, especially in men, in a negative sense in our society. One, I think, um, I think people are really stressed out and, and people are actually struggling in a lot of ways in their life and they're not as happy as they know that they could be. And for whatever reason, they want to take the easy way, which I think is numbing things yeah. um even if they don't realize that they're numbing things it's like well i had a stressful day at work so i, d- I just want to drink a couple of beers and yeah you know right i mean is there, is like i i feel like i have this faith and this sense of just like i believe that all those folks like that that they and and believe me this happens with guys my age also right so it's like it's not it's not it's the same the same kind of thing like that there's a deeper drive in there of like they they know it they, they want to actually have the meaningful conversation, have the meaningful connection, you know, not just get blasted and, and, you know, fuck around. Although, I mean, that there's a place for that, but, but, um, and yet, and yet somehow it's like getting there, opening up, being vulnerable, something is, is, is really challenging. For sure. For sure. I mean, like, you know, I, I said, I think I said this in this group, maybe it was in the one with my family, but I think it was in this group where I was talking about, uh, yeah, no, it was my friend Declan's 
cousin yeah. just died of a fentanyl yeah. overdose. And, and I start talking about mental health and things like that. And, um, multiple of my friends who are in the car just are like, ah, oh, yeah, we got like, you know, this is getting depressing. Like we're, let's just have fun. And, um, which is, you know, fine. I, I don't want to sit and judge them for it, but, um, but that's a key moment. That's, Oh, a it's a goal, dude. I, like it blows me away. It blows me yeah. away. Yeah. And that, and, 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 and like, we've talked so much about this, like that's the moment of like, when we come back to, we, we're, earlier, we we're talking about breath and breathing and yoga. And it's like, that's the moment of breath of being like, okay, here's this really uncomfortable, hard situation with that's, that's, that's like unpleasant. And we actually don't necessarily like, like we'd rather not talk about this, but it actually happened. And so if we can all breathe and be able to be with ourselves and be in the discomfort of that moment and actually push just like, just like step slowly into and, and through where we can actually then talk about the hard feelings of how sad that is and how hard that is and how it is confronting for each of us. Like that, you know, that that's where the breath or, you know, just that ability to be uncomfortable, that ability that, that I think is so compromised in our world today because of social media and technology. We have, you know, we all carry around a supercomputer in our pocket that is actually beeping and buzzing and pulling our attention it's like, it's like an, it's like a, it's a way out of anything difficult and uncomfortable at any moment. Oh yeah. And so we haven't developed the muscle, um, the muscle, the musculature to be able to be, to hang tough in those moments or tight or just open in those moments and say like, you know, instead of they go, wow, this is getting depressing. Let's have fun. Actually like, Whoa, this is really uncomfortable. Let's just breathe and let's see what comes up here. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like, it feels like that tendency of like, it's a good, you know, like when you'll think back on something dumb you did as like a kid or something and you have that, like, you like almost like physically uh, yeah, like yeah. react from it yeah, totally. instead of just like sitting with it. Um, it feels like that where it's like people are literally so irked by the idea of having deep and meaningful conversation. Like, you know, and I love my friends up in Seattle, but like, they're just a little bit, I love them. They're a little bit fratted out and they, uh, mm. they just, um, yeah, they are so put off by the idea of having those conversations. Cause it's funny. I, I don't know if I, I've talked to you about this. I have a friend who lives up in Tacoma, my friend, Alec, mm. who God, I just, I, I mean, I love my friends up in Seattle too, but I just love him so much. I, uh, um, him and his girlfriend, like his, his girlfriend who he lives with in Tacoma, just, um, she works at a children's shelter mm-hmm. and, uh, they're just fucking badasses, dude. They, they tear shit up. She, she works with like all she does all day, every day is work with kids with mental health. Mm-hmm. And, God, uh, that's so amazing. Oh dude. She's a, she's a queen. They're, they're so cool. And like, I went up there and it's a Saturday night and I went up there and we're playing a, a board game, like a bird, <laughs> a bird board game. Uh, and, and, uh, it's funny. So all my friends, a lot of my friends from there's, you know, in, up in Seattle, there's like for the, for the team, the Seattle university soccer team, there's like a group chat for each year. Cause people come and go, you know, so there's a group chat from 2018. Um, that's one that people are still kind of active in. And so people are sending pictures of them with like red solo cups and they're like drinking and I'm you know, I'm sure all having fun. 
And then I send a picture of me with the meal that Alec and his girlfriend, Michaela cooked for me. And it's like lemons, uh, you know, it's like, uh, lemon salmon. It's like a lemon pepper salmon with like a lemon couscous salad and like a body armor, you know, it's like, just like <laughs> the body armor has sugar in it, but like, you know, like me not drinking, having a very healthy meal. So it's like, a, it's like five or six pictures in a row of friends with like a bottle of Jaeger or like, you know, a beer or a red. So look up. And then it's like me with like lemon and couscous lemon salad, salad. lemon right. and couscous salad. And uh, so I, I say all that to say, like, there are people who are already, already ready, funny, but uh, to step into that sort of like, you know, I sat and talked with Michaela about her work and, you know, I kind of all I could say over and over again was like, that's so cool that you do that. Like, you know, you don't even, I, I mean, I've only known her for a couple of months. So it's like, it almost seems weird to say like, I'm proud of you or something like that and say, yeah, right. whatever. But it's like, that's so cool that you do that. Like right. I, I, I'm just blown away by the fact she's only like 20, 20, maybe 21. Right. It's like, I'm so blown away by the fact that you do that. Like, that's so cool. And so part of it is like remembering that, not everyone is, you know, like so irked, you know, like uh, by the idea of those like deeper conversations, you know, like my friend, Noe, yeah. who's a friend of mine's mom, who I just love talking with anytime I'm sitting and I'm talking about whatever it is, vaccines or all this sort of stuff. And where I'm like, you know, all in this situation where I'm like, Oh, we're so fucked. Noe, where our, our world is so fucked. She'll like, just like put her hand on my shoulder and be like, Jordan, you have to remember that there are more light workers out there than we even realize. And so I try and have that mindset too. Yeah of like, I don't know, just like the fact that, yeah. that there is more positivity, like there are more people doing this work than it feels like. Yeah. Um, the, way yeah. I heard that, the way I heard that recently was, was, uh, uh, uh I can't, can't think of his name. Um, but he, but he was, um, Sean, beautiful, a beautiful Irish man. Um, uh, just said like, you know, it's time. That, that, that to some extent, like part of what we're talking about is like, it's time to find the lion hearted and invite the lion hearted into community and connection in the way that we're doing. Cause there are the light workers or how, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like, it, so it's like that we, that we got to, you know, Alec and, and uh, Michaela, you know, like they're the folks to be hanging out with and that, and that, and that, you know, spending time with them, versus spending time with with what what sean called you know the sheep so it's like the lion-hearted versus the sheep it's like trying to convince people that they want to be in their life in meaningful ways is kind of a long road and a hard road you know and it's just like at some point you know i don't people got to get their get themselves to the, to the game like they gotta they gotta get themselves to the soccer team they gotta get themselves into the game and and i think one of the beautiful things about you jordan is you keep inviting people like you just are consistently inviting and you have such strength of character and care in your heart that you're willing to just like take the heat for like love and salmon and couscous and and you know and 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 like you know you know having people all around you you know drinking and inviting you in and you stand like hey let's do this differently um and you're able to you know just hold hold your hold your beautiful heart and yourself there um that's a beautiful thing that you you offer to the world and so I, i think um you know, and, and I guess wrapping up as we do, like, I want to come back to that thread 
that, that we maybe started with where you were talking about, it feels like you're involved in a lot of different things. And for me, when I think of you and I hold you, like to me, it's this, the thread that you're, that, that there actually aren't, I mean, there's a lot of things you're doing, but what you really feel committed to is being, being in the world in a way that is doing exactly what you're saying, which is inviting people into meaningful experiences, which is learning how do I, how do I help people find their way to long-term fulfillment and balance short-term fun and long-term fulfillment? How do I, you know, what, what are the mechanisms by which I am going to bring that energy into the world? Because to me, that feels like, you know, the thing, you know, you, you know, your, your trajectory, you know, your, your fight, your, your beautiful offering to the world and, um, and that you're in it and learning and it's awesome fun to talk about that stuff and i am really like i'm so intrigued about how to invite people into that space and uh a woman i was gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna be on a podcast at some point and she asked me like how do you you know like so there's all these men listening or these women listening who have partners who, who like want their, you know, want to get involved in or enrolled in men's work and, or, you know, whatever, you know, like, like they might, they might be afraid to do it. Like, what is the, what are the barriers? What are the, what are the challenges? Like, what are the things that they're, you know, it's the same question we're just asking. Like, how do you, how do you get in there? And what are the, it's so, it's so, so I've been thinking about like, how do I answer that question? <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's not an easy answer. You know, it's just like, no. And I think we can, I love, yeah. So we'll keep exploring, but. Um. Yeah. No, I mean, I would say I am having fun for the most part. Can't lose track of that. Yeah. Or else so. it all just sucks. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's good. And, um, you know, it's like I said, it's one of the things that is revitalizing is when you do, how, you know, like going up and hanging out with Alec and Michaela is like, I don't know. It's like, you guys are just so awesome. You just blow me away. You like make me, you know, like hanging out with her and hearing her talk about, you know, how she has kids just all the time when she's off work, just calling her in moments of crisis and she just mm-hmm. deals with it and, mm-hmm. and just helps them. And it just is that support structure for them. And it's just like, you know, people like that inspire me to try and do more, you know, cause there's so much more that can be done. Yeah. Well, thank you for your beautiful heart and your beautiful care and your beautiful spirit. And and I, and I witness you doing that for others and learning and offering and opening doors. And um, it is, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm always excited to talk and, and, you know, I think we got some fun, fun territory to create into here. So thanks for, thanks for playing and sharing and talking and. Yeah, no, no, always, always very worthwhile it's great and uh for a lot of reasons for a lot of reasons this is really valuable for me yeah good 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 well thank you my friend Mm. now mm. there is a powerful remembering and a powerful invitation a beautiful invitation to all you lion-hearted out there to you Lionheart out there and no matter what level or stage or whatever you want to call it, where you are in your own development and your own process, 
there's that place in your heart that if you feel and you know that it's like there is a different way, a way of being in this world with wholeness and care and love. And I would just say that Jordan, to me, inspires that connection and then that movement towards action. And for me, and I hope you like action and connection with that beautiful heart. It's right. It's, it is right from that place in you that knows and is ready to step up and to get involved in your game, in action, moving. So I'm just so deeply honored to get to have these kind of conversations with young people and with Jordan. And I'm deeply hopeful that you find them as meaningful as I do. Because like touching into the place where we can imagine our potential and start to believe that it's possible possible to live that level of engagement is just so meaningful and important. Like it is significant that we are able to imagine that it is a different, beautiful way because it paves the way into imagining what happens when we're, if we were all able to do that, if we all did it together, if we were all able to live in our most powerful, loving ways in our most powerful and loving selves, bringing all of the potential, all of the uniqueness, all of the beauty, all of the talent, all of the gifts, all that you are into this world without all the self-doubt and all the bullshit. Like that, like, wow. And for me, that is really fun to imagine. And it provides a huge amount of hope for what is possible in this world. So that work feels so important. This feels so important. It creates that new way forward. So thank you for listening. Thank you for touching into and just feeling into that place in your potential and your unique, in your uniqueness. So I am wishing you a day full of meaning, a day full of learning, a day full of joy, because what else is there?